Hello listeners, Dan here from A Bit Spursy. If you would like to watch this episode, please head to youtube.com forward slash at A Bit Spursy. We'll also have all the links up on our website as well at abitspursy.com. Tottenham topple the champions on day one. Hey, welcome back to Wits Bursey for another week. My name is Michael Oliver and I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> My name is VAR Dickhead. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode. Um, no. Uh, obviously, we had a game on the weekend. We started uh, so aggressively for what we don't Welcome say. back to the show. And uh, it's like, um, have you seen, oh God, what's the, it's, I think it's like Hulk Hogan or someone on. Uh, some TV show in the eighties, and mm. someone says something about wrestling not being real, and he's like, "Is this not real?" And just like clocks him. <laughs> Is it Hulk Hogan? The guy like splits his head open. It's full on. Yeah, right. That's um, that's our energy. We're that's our energy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Um, yeah, we played Chelsea. It was a class to fuck. <laughs> um, like the the purest version of a class to fuck. Like it was exactly what a class to fuck is. <laughs> I'm glad that we're not monetized because that's how it is. <laughs> oh, you know that's a swear if it's monetized. <laughs> I don't think so. I think YouTube are like pretty. When I'm, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We can say any naughty words that we like. Oh, <laughs> piss, P- mm. <laughs> smelly piss. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, but that's a, the cost of fuck is the way to describe it. Mm. Uh, it's uh, I I I'm still lost for words. I'm still recovering mm. from it. Mm. Uh, I feel you're in the same boat. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I I feel. Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel grumpy. I felt grumpy ever since the game. Yeah. Like just, there's just an edge to it where I like, you know, be like, oh, should I, uh, go and have a nice chicken schnitzel for dinner? Mm. No. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess it will taste good. So and I know how grumpy you have to be to not get that chicken schnitzel. Yeah. I love a chicken schnitzel. <laughs> morose is how I feel. I feel morose. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like we've been on such a high through the first, what, 10 games of the season Yeah. now. And then to have it, it not come crashing down in the sense of like the team or what we're building towards at all, but just that overall feeling. Um, and in the manner that it happened mm. is it's pretty like, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Like this is very much, if you ever look at a game that you want to say is something scripted, like the amount of events that we had in this game. Which I'm sure we're going to cover. With... A series of unfortunate events, one might say. Yeah. What? Such as, we, what do we have? We have everything. We had red cards. We had um, injuries. Mm. Many. Yeah. Multiple of both these things. Mm. Um, we had a whole lot of standing around waiting. Mm. That was, uh, that's probably my favorite part now about VAR. It's like, it feels like you're watching a VAR game, which sometimes gets interrupted with football. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Ridiculous. Also, when you said crashing down, I don't know if this got picked up on mic, but there was a crash of thunder at the same time. Um, so that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it felt scripted in the way that things just continuously seemed to, the ground continuously seemed to crumble beneath us. Yeah. Um, each time we were attempting to recover from whatever the setback was. Um, I love like in our, run sheet, a lot of the time it'll be stuff like Romero's new trousers or, you know, like so-and-so said something funny in the media. They said, instead of saying, um, 
broom, they said broom. And then this week, it's like, well, bin that off. Uh, We can't can't really. Unfortunately, the running sheet just gets turfed. Yeah. Yep. I think um, now I sort of post-game reflecting and sort of reintegrating myself into the world of football. Mm. Um, I had to recalibrate a few things and now Arteta is my hero uh, <laughs> standing up to the machines, Dan. It's funny how it turns around and now we're like, we should complain about VAR as well. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's join Arsenal in that fight. <laughs> uh-huh. Arteta's our Neo. Yeah. We just didn't realize. Is he the true chosen one? Now we know. Now yeah. we know. We follow him. We are so sorry, Arteta, for everything we've said. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I still think all that holds. Um, and I also think it's hilarious still yep. that Arsenal released a statement. <laughs> uh, and the most ridiculous thing about that too that I find is like Havertz's tackle. Mm. It's like, you really want to talk about VAR from that game? Yeah. How is Havertz's tackle? Mm. Uh, and this might be jumping ahead, but how is that a yellow, uh, which was such a bad challenge that three Newcastle players got yellow cards for complaining. <laughs> yeah. And then Romero's is a red. Like yeah. it's, yeah. the consistency is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So if we start, uh, I guess, timeline wise from the start of the game, yep. we start really hot. So hot. So hot. We score. It's a great goal. I loved it. Kulusevsky's celebration, do you, he came out and said what it meant. Oh, I didn't say that. It was like, look forwards. It was like, look forwards at the manager and the team. Don't look at anything else. Oh, okay. That's, That's his... what this was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I like that. It's like, look forwards at the manager. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble with Ange there. And at the team, because I'm a mm. team player. Yeah. Nothing else. Though. What if he's behind you? You just got to look forward. You just got to look wait. forward and wait until he comes into your frame of view. Yeah. Um, and then we scored another one. Then Son scored the offside goal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, marginal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like offside, fine, but a marginal. Yep. Uh, and then I think at that stage we had Udoki's first yellow. Yeah. Yeah. That, for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about Udoki's challenge? I thought it was sick. Let's <laughs> be honest with you, I thought it was real cool. Uh, see, personally, I feel like to me that uh, that is more way more of a red card mm. than Romero's, which we'll get to. But mm. uh, like, it's a pretty um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty sick challenge. Mm. Sprinting in both feet off the ground, mm. sort of in a seated position, like he's doing luge going down. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a risky move there. Definitely, definitely risky move, but. Fortune favors the brave or does not in this case. (laughs) I really struggle with the, I mean, I guess you can sort of argue this lots of different ways, but that tackle. Yeah. Is it dangerous? Yes. Uh, Could it have resulted in injury? Yes. But did he make like actual hard contact with the player? No, he missed him. Mm. He got, he got the ball. Yeah. So then he didn't actually do the thing he's being punished for. Oh, totally. Like if he made contact, yeah, sure. It's a red card, like whatever. Um, and I understand then you could probably, but it's like, say a play went like, like that to somebody <laughs> and then didn't do anything. Should they be sent off because they were uh, putting the other player in danger because they were saying they were going to punch them? Oh, totally. Like, and I, I agree with that. Like if he could tact, if he made contact with Sterling, mm. 
then even if Ado wins the ball first cleanly and then goes through Sterling, red. Yeah. I'm fine sure. with that. Yep. Red, because it's a, like he's making a challenge mm. and sure, I, you can't really have any arguments there. But there does have to be that kind of context that like if they miss and they don't connect, yellow, I, I think is yellow's fair. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fair. I thought the tag was sick anyway. I thought it should have been a green card. It was still pretty sick. Yeah, a white card. Weren't they trying to introduce that for a bit? Let's say green card, but they get American citizenship. Yeah, I wish they... you got American citizenship for that. <laughs> Give it straight out. It's really hard to get. That would be that would be a great introduction into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that would look that tackle was sick. Mm. So uh Denver? What do you Yeah, Denver, we've got a few options here. Um yeah, it'll be good. Here's your like IRS uh number. Yeah. Do they have those? I don't know. I think so. There's Social a security Social number? Security number. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, sorry, American listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. That'd be cool. Green card, I say. Green card. Yeah. Give it to him. Fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have, is Romero's the next incident? Because Romero's happened on, I think, the 33rd minute. Uh, there might have been another. Uh, maybe Chelsea had a disallowed goal before. Yeah, for some reason I thought they did, but I'm also... Why didn't I write this down? Uh, there was 28th minute was when it, when the incident happened. Obviously okay. it was then the 90th minute before anything happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah decision wise. Yeah. But th- before that was Romero taking a swipe at. Ah, uh, Cole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which bizarrely, I was like, surely this is going to come up. Like the, someone's going to mention this. No one's mentioned the fact that he's just kicked out. Yeah. Nothing, 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 nothing. And it kind of really didn't like the assistant was right there too. Yeah. It was weird. That's the sort of tag. Like I would have uh, copped a yellow card for that. Yeah. If, if they go Romero, we saw that kick out because mm. it still wasn't a dangerous kick out. And we know that like they, they want to at- retaliation. They want to push that all down everything. It, it wasn't like a violent conduct mm. move. Yeah. It wasn't like going up and smashing someone in the face. Yeah. Um, I would, I would accept the yellow card for mm. that, but they just sort of moved past that. It was nothing, right? Yeah. Because although you could kick really hard and hurt someone, he didn't. His, his was a light little tap. Just a little so tap. It was a little tap. So it was nothing. So it was nothing. But you know, you got a yellow because he made a tackle that if he had connected with Sterling. Would have killed him. Would have killed him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. It's very, and I think there's some stuff around all this that like, um, which I think also plays into the Romero red card that like VAR will check something if it's a possible red, Mm. but they won't recommend yellows as a punishment for it. Yeah. So if the referee doesn't give a yellow to Romero for the kick out, they'll still check red regardless. But if they're like, oh no, all clear, Mm. it doesn't then become downgraded to a yellow. Yeah. I think that's kind of stupid. Mm. Because I feel like sometimes you could downgrade the challenge to a yellow instead of going, is it a heinous war crime? Yeah. Or is it like just absolutely nothing at all? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel there's that real, this huge gray area in the middle where it's got to be one of these two extremes for them to get involved. But then you get these scenarios like the, the, the sending off, which it seems like could have benefited from maybe, I don't know, having some gray area in this. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... It seems like I'm obsessed with this concept now and I'm not, I won't die on this hill. I know there are lots of other arguments as to, well, if you prevent acts that are close to the thing you're trying to prevent, you're then providing more protection from the thing you're trying to prevent, which is breaking someone's leg. 
get that. But at the same time, if I had a machine gun and I went out into the woods and fired this machine gun into the woods, just fired it into trees and stuff, and I don't, well, I don't really, like I don't hurt anyone, and I put my machine gun back in my car and I drive home. If, if I'm allowed to have a gun, say it's, I don't know, America again, <laughs> or I've got a license here in Australia, um, it's not the best use of it, no. right? In fact, it will probably be irresponsible use of a firearm. I don't know. That's probably quite irresponsible use of a firearm. I don't know what the laws are in America, whether you're allowed to just like go out and, you know, shoot trees. Well, you can go out and hunt. And I yeah. imagine if you hunt and miss constantly, mm. that's effectively shooting trees. Yeah, but maybe you can only hunt in certain... I don't know, but... Maybe you have to be accurate. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The... This is what I mean. I'm not going to die on this hill. I understand. But if I went into the woods and fired my gun and then I accidentally hit somebody, then I'd be done for manslaughter. Yeah, 100%. Right? I don't know. I've I've already come gone back on my own point. Who cares? Um, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Like, I, so I think you're dogging for the yellow. Fine with that as a yellow. Green. Shouldn't... Oh, sorry, green card. Citizenship, mm. um, but definitely red if he makes contact. Yeah, great. Yeah, agree. Uh, so should we fast forward to the 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 penalty and the disallowed goal? Yes, and all that whole schmuzzle. Yeah, yeah. But also before we do, can we just comment on the fact that even prior prior to this point, I have a message from you saying, "What the hell is the deal with this refereeing?" Yeah. Prior to that, because yeah. there'd already been a lot of, I think. I mean, Romero got kind of shoved in the back. There'd been a few different things that had happened that you're like, surely that's a free kick. Thiago Silva, and I think Cole was all maybe, mm. a couple of them, like they did leave a few mm. boots in and there were a few tackles from behind um, that just got nothing. Yeah. Not even free kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a bit of a worrying sign yeah. for me to see. Mm. And it seems like uh, referees, they kind of try and do this a little bit. Like in the Palace game, I think it was Andrew Madley. He just let that go the whole game. Mm. He's like, no, you can just do whatever you want. I, mm. I don't know. I don't really want to call any fouls. But then we get to this game and it's like certain refs go, you know what? First 10 minutes, go for it. Yeah. Go for it, boys. <laughs> yeah. Do what you want to do to each yeah. other. I'm just going to just gonna turn a blind eye mm. to what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, was that naughty? I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. And it's like then after 10 minutes into a game, it's like, okay, now the cards are coming out, flying mm. around yeah. and doing that. It's like they write off like poor challenges at the start of the game of like, it's just, come on, we don't want to take all the physicality out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's like you can get one or two in if you get it in that window to begin with. Mm. Um, you can go kick someone in the head. Mm -hmm. That And the ref's like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Lucky you did that in the 10-minute period where we don't want to give any fouls. Yeah. This Be is you know, foul game time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or non-foul time, I guess. Mm. But it's ridiculous like yeah. that you have that. So the referee, it did seem bizarre that we're like, all right, we're letting all these things go. Yeah. Okay. Is it going to be a loose game that mm -hmm. we're basically going to get hacked by, yeah. by Chelsea throughout it? Yeah. And then they're going to get punished. Um, so then we have the, uh, whole incident with the offside where yeah. who was blocked? Was it Sterling or was who was it that was blocking? I think it was Nico Jackson. Nico Jackson was blocking, uh, Vicario's view for the strike. Mm. Um, and so it was called offside. And then, because it was called offside, they took a while to sort of draw the lines and do all that stuff. Then they then went back. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, we better just check. We'll just check if there's anything else here that was going on that mm. might have been mm -hmm. missed. It was almost like, 
And I don't think this is a conspiracy theory of the person seeing VR, but on a subconscious level, they've kind of maybe looked at that and gone like, technically Williams is offside, but we think it's a bit of a harsh offside because he wasn't really blocking Vicario's view. Mm. Like if that goal was allowed to stand, I would have been like, eh, unlucky, but okay. Because mm-hmm. um, he just shot and he was like buried at bottom corner. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like they've gone like, well, technically that's offside. We better go back and check everything else mm. just to make sure we haven't missed anything. Mm. And then they go back and look at the Romero thing. Mm. And it's like, I don't think any Spurs fans would have complained if they had just given that as a goal and gone, you know what? Um, not Williams, sorry, Jackson. Um, uh, he's, he's, he's not interfering. Goal. Mm. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. I think we would have been like, yeah, okay, unlucky, but we've got a game in our hands now. Mm. Yeah. But then they've gone back and they've gone... Ah, the Romero incident. Now the referees missed it completely. So that means it's either a straight red or nothing at all. Mm. Um, and that's where it's just like all hell starts breaking loose. Because mm-hmm. apparently if you're a defender now, you're not allowed to clear the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like I would have, when, even when VA, I was looking at it for offside, I was like, uh, he's not, doesn't look from the angle I'm looking at. Like, yeah, he's kind of in the way, but not hugely. Yeah. Um, oh, well, like that's a goal. And then what, so if they'd score, if it was counted, right, would they then go back and look at the Romero thing or would it just be like, that's a goal? I don't think they can because I I don't think you can go, that's a goal. Oh, now we're going to come back and send Romero off for this other challenge, Mm. which technically would be a penalty. Hmm. So I, my understanding would be that if, if it had, if they had scored and it was given and then they went back, they would go, oh, you need to go look at this. If that's a red, then you have to give a red car there and a penalty and no goal mm. because the game, whatever happened in the game beforehand, mm. you've got to rewind it back to that point. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't just go goal plus also punish because then you say, if you're going to punish Romero challenge in the box, oh, it's got to be red anyway. So you can't. Yeah. You can't give automatic goal and red. Yeah. To me, like we got the absolute worst outcome, right? Where it was yeah. like red and they pretty much, you know, 70% chance or something is the penalty scoring yeah. rate. Maybe it's higher. So they got both. They did get the goal and they did go. <laughs> One yeah. of our friends got sent off. Yeah. And this is where it's like, I just think that it's such a flawed system and you know, people start comparing like, well, what about Curtis Jones? Like, and mm. it's like Curtis Jones went in leg raised over the ball, mm. gets the top of the ball, mm. does get ball, but his legs and studs are up and goes over it mm. and catches shin, right? Mm-hmm. Romero is clearing it. Mm. And it's like, you can't tell me that in that split second that he's clearing it. Um, like when you break it down into slow motion, it seems like he's got all the time to think of everything in the world. Yeah. But in that split second, he's not going like, all right clearing it. All right. My international teammate Enzo is coming in here. I'm just going to keep going through and do that after I've cleared it. Mm. It's like, even watching this, I was like, well, that's not going to be sent off. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's going to be cleared because like, why would he injure his international teammate? Why would he go through and, and like, and, and do such a reckless thing there. He's clearing the ball. It's mm. in the penalty box. What are defenders supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You're always taught to go in hard for tackles when you yeah. play. Yeah. Um, if anything, why is Enzo coming in mm. against a defender who's clearing the ball? Mm. Mm. Shouldn't yeah. be there. So this is where it's interesting that uh, you try and prevent, if you're giving out cards for 
things that could have been bad incidents but weren't, then if you in a this is a then maybe you're encouraging players to be like, if I just run at this dude right now, like, and they're like clearing the ball, and I sort of make contact with them. They've cleared the ball, so it's not sort of it's gonna probably hurt me, but not so bad as if they were actively going for my leg. Yeah. And then I run into them and fall over and I know that they're probably going to get sent off for doing that. Like then you're kind of encouraging that kind of behavior, which could possibly mean that somebody gets hurt. Yeah. By doing that. Like that's crazy to me, but also watching it. If you watch it in slow-mo, it looks like Romero clears the ball and then he's like, and now I'm going to really hurt you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it looks like. In real time, it does not look like that at all. He's clearing the ball. That's all it looks not like. Not at all. So I wonder, and that kind of maybe defeats the purpose of VAR at all, but if VAR are looking at a tackle, I think it should only be played in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it completely changes the whole perception of it. Mm. You're right. Mm. Like, And it looks like... Romero becomes this evil genius mm. who's like, well, I'll get to clear the ball, but I'll also get to clear the leg. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's just impossible. Mm. Like, like we've already mentioned, it's his international teammate. He's probably friends with, right? Mm-hmm. Not going to want to break his leg. Yeah. Uh, Romero does go in hard in challenges, but that's what defenders do. Yeah. The other thing I think kind of plays into this, and I don't know if I'm maybe stretching a little bit here. It's maybe a bit of a reach, but I kind of feel like, if Romero was English and he did that, it would get chalked off as like, well, he's just a strong, so semi-clumsy English centre-back. Yeah. Bloody tough and honest player. Mm. Bloody good at the game. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But because he's like Argentinian, it's like, well, he's a psychopath. And mm. this is like, this is predetermined that he was going to put someone in hospital today. Yeah. Yeah. And he becomes like an evil genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He gets assigned a motive that otherwise would have been chalked off as like, well, accident. Yeah. Like he's just going hard for the ball as we do here in England. Yeah, honest no! blue collar player. Honest. Yeah. It's I, like, no, he's not. Apparently he's an, he's a, become the villain. Mm. I was absolutely flabbergasted by the discussion <laughs> at halftime, uh, on our, whatever, the Premier League coverage that we get. Um, and they were, who was it said? Um, we had Joe Cole, Glenn Hoddle. It was Joe Cole. Joe and, Cole? and Michael. <laughs> our, oh yeah, my, far out. We'll get to that in a sec. But um, <laughs> Joe Cole said, I think that, um, you know, your reputation has to come into it when you're judging cards. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I heard that as well. Mm. It's, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Like your reputation is a perception that you have that's been generated by external entities, the media, pundits, whatever, that then is a lens to which the, say, a officiating member sees you through. Does that mean that it is true? No. No. The only thing you should be judging is the action in front of you that you've seen. Yeah. It's insane. That is... Absolutely bonkers. Because <coughs> then you start going like, oh, well, like like we said, English, oh, he's a good English player. He's just a, he's a bit clumsy. Mm. He's just a bit rough. Oh, but what's football without physicality? Yeah, yeah. You go down that path mm. with it. But then here, apparently it's like, well, Romero's got three red cards for Spurs already. And mm. like, mm. he's a, he's an absolute nut job. Yeah, 
Yeah. So therefore, this was premeditated, and it's like yeah. you can't you can't be taking like players' reputation into this. Mm-hmm. This reminds me a little bit of when uh, Bale was. I think when he was having his blinder season for us, he got done for a dive, which I don't think even really was a dive, and then uh, whenever he went down. Contact happened, but he would keep getting called for diving mm. and they would just kind of be like, well, he's a diver now. And then mm. he would start getting these calls going against him where it's like, maybe he is just moving at like light speed. Mm. So if you do make contact with him, he's going to go down. Mm. doesn't mean you have to give it a foul, but like, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's diving. Mm. And he beca- he had this like reputation start developing from that, that refs would then act upon. Mm. So he's a similar thing. It's like, uh, Romero is a hard man. And he's not a good old fashioned center back. It's mm. like he's un he's un out of control. He's yeah. unhinged. Yeah. Well, he's like the jungle man from <laughs> the South Americas. Vicious. Yes. Um, yeah. Totally. I, I think the other thing is to put my psychology hat on for a bit, is that humans are and this is so much a part of when people get into like having cognitive distortions or unhelpful kind of perceptions, is we're so bad at being able to pick up the intentions of somebody that we're viewing. Mm. We're crap. Mm. We can kind of make a few guesses, but we use historical data that we've got stored in our head to sort of assume, you know, what their motive was. Mm-hmm. We don't know. No one, no one knows apart from Romero what his intention was in that moment. Okay. Yeah. So maybe there's a chance that it was to try and break his international teammates leg. Yeah. But even saying that is unlikely. Uh, to me, it was just like farcical to watch that little smug prick, fucking Michael. I hate him. <laughs> Go and do, he like walked over to the monitor, called Son over, called Romero over. And I, I was like, oh, he's going to say like, you need to be careful for the rest of the game. Like, yes, it's not intentional. Like, mm. See, int- when, when he called them over, I was like, oh, no. Mm. Because I think if he wasn't going to, he'd turn around and go. Yeah. But when he called Son, I was like, oh, you mm. are kidding me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Kulisevsky in an interview post-game said, um, I think we were too pumped up for the game, right? We were mm-hmm. too hyped, which is <laughs> such an awesome place to be at for a football team. They're yeah. too motivated. Too hyped. Gaffer, too- we're too ready to go. <laughs> Calm us down. Calm yeah. us down. <laughs> but. There's also been some takes that like Spurs lost their heads because of the occasion. Like it's not an occasion. It's it's Chelsea. Hmm. There are when we for the players that are on the field when we absolutely hated each other. Sure, it's a big occasion because it's like yeah, want to get you. And it's a London derby, so yeah, it's an occasion. It's an occasion for me because I hate Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But it's not this sort of like like it was a battle of the bridge where it's like we need to win this game. We're yeah. in the title picture here. If we don't, then we give the title to Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say Battle of the Bridge. We lost our heads at the end when we started going wild with tackles. And, and Dan, who was the ref that day? <laughs> Actually? Really? Uh, wait, was it? I'm pretty sure it was Michael Oliver. Okay. For narrative fake, so, sake, anyway, let me, let's I go. I really yes. want to check because I feel like it was. Uh, it, it could be. Let's just or say was it, was. it Or was it something? No, because that's going to ruin my whole point. <laughs> I need to know. Go with the ref that you th- that helps the point. 
The point is, if it was Michael <laughs> Oliver, then, then we've got two games against Chelsea. I can't think of many other games where Spurs have lost their heads and have started flying in on tackles and doing all this stuff that haven't been officiated by him. Yeah, let's just stick with him, please. Or was it Clattenburg? It could have been. Oh, I think it was Clattenburg. <laughs> Damn it. Let's just make that generic referee. Yeah, 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 sure. Anyway, I hate Michael Oliver uh, in kayfabe, in my head, <laughs> and in the events of the real world. Well, like We're going to do like a historical Spurs podcast and you'll be like, 1985, when we lost that game, Michael Oliver was there in the stadium. He was bored. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole lost your heads thing. This is what I found really hard to to wrap my head around was that after the game, I I, I went on Twitter and I was I put out a couple of tweets. Mm. Um, I was still very proud with how he played the rest of the game yeah. and everything, but I noticed that. Um, a lot of people on there were going on like, oh, we've lost our heads, thrown a chance away, this, that, everything else. Mm. And I'm looking at this and thinking like, how do we lose our heads? Like we started this game with intensity, mm. more intense than Chelsea. And that was resulting in us also scoring mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and scoring again, slightly mm. outside. Um, I, you can look at like your doggy's um, challenge and be like, all right, he's young. Like, what do we expect? Like mm. he's going to be really fired up and mm. then bit of a reckless challenge or a sick cat challenge. Mm. Uh, but then I don't think like Romero didn't lose his head, mm. but the amount of Spurs fans I've seen that are like tweeting going, Romero lost his head. What an idiot needs to control his temper. Mm. And I was just like, are you like, mm. I mean, he shouldn't have kicked out, but then he, Oh no, the kick out shot. Sure. Yeah. But like the actual, the record, I was like, are you for real? Yeah. Like, are you watching the same game? Are, mm. you, are you also a fan of this? Club? Like how have, how have you seen this and gone? we lost our heads with Romero getting sent off. Yeah. Um, I can understand you go later on for your dog. You go, he got a second yellow when he shouldn't have. Mm. Sure. But the whole team losing their heads. Absolutely not. No, no way. Definitely not. Yeah. I, uh, I saw an article on the guardian that talked about like, we finally see the flaws in Ange ball. I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> we saw some sick positives. Yeah. From Ange yeah. Ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's been, that's like, uh, I think a, a good point because it's like, then there's this narrative of like the media are just waiting for us to fail. And suddenly it's like the floors, the wheels fall off mm-hmm. all this. But then you also have this subsection of Spurs fans. who I think, uh, the more self-loathing ones mm. who are like, they are waiting for things to crash down. They're the ones that when we say we could win the title, they go, no, we couldn't. We don't have this. We don't have this. We don't have this. We don't have this. So it's almost like this is now proving them right in saying we couldn't win mm. by going like, nah, well, look, it was going to happen. We've, we've stuffed up this. Romero lost his head. This happened. Bad tactics. Mm. This. And it's like, wh- why? Why are we taking such this like pessimistic approach mm. Mm. when there were so many things to rally behind in this game? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's kind of similar to, if I think about film tropes, like the old, like gunslinger mm. who's you know, lost their best friend in some gun, gun battle, <laughs> gun fight. Um, and then they've got a new young buck upstart. Who's like, we've got to go in there and we've got to, uh, you know, uh, get him. And he's like, yeah. we could, but what would be the point of that? Yeah. More bloodshed. <laughs> I'm retired from gunslinging. Right. Because he's protecting himself, which he learns later in the film yeah. from being hurt again. That's yeah. what he's doing. And the young guy hasn't yet been hurt, but he gets hurt. And then he realizes that maybe he, his style of like swashbuckling going in can result in things that, so they sort of then meet in the middle and make both of them better. Basically yeah. is what, 
what it is. So what I'm saying is, old disgruntled Spurs fans, let's be in a gunslinger movie together for Spurs play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you and I can be like, we we could win the league, and you'd be like, I've been, you know, I've been here before. I know what it's like. Yeah. Uh, why don't you just sit here with me and drink some of this glue? <laughs> and I'm like, no. As, anyway. Yeah. 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 No, that's actually like, uh, it's, it's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> like, um, cause I guess you, you are right. There is that, like that maybe like overly optimistic approach, which maybe we, we have sometimes mm. as well. But, um, yeah, I really like that way of looking at things of like, yeah, don't be the old gunslinger. Mm. Cause what are you living for? Yeah. What are you living for? To have a young buck come along and, uh, you know, re, uh, put some wind back in your sails. Yeah. And get you to believe again. Yeah. Which is mm. kind of what Jan just done as the manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Van der Ven going off. Oh, far out. That was the next yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Van der Ven and Madison mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Van der Ven, like, seeing him, like, Ooh. seeing him pull up. Yeah. Like, uh, that hit me like oh, yeah. a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching him with my dad and, like, I don't think he clocked that yet, but I... Because he might have thought that was a challenge or something, mm. but just seeing that, like, oh, it was just like absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a point though that Dad actually said later was like, hmm, if we weren't standing around for I don't know fifty minutes beforehand, would you get a player like Van der Ven, mm. uh, who relies a lot on speed and everything, uh, quite possibly cool down mm. and like get injuries like that? Like, mm. are we going to see more and more injuries happening mm. if there are so many pauses? for VAR checks. Yeah. I think that's a really good theory. And it makes, uh, in principle makes sense. And I would be interested to see whether, I guess we need to sort of see a continuation of those long kind of checks and whether there are, um, soft tissue or is that, is hamstring or sort of tendon injuries, soft tissue injury? Is soft tissue, what's the difference between soft tissue and is there hard Hard tissue? tissue. Hard tissue. That's abs and bite. Oh no, I don't know. My abs, that's hard tissue. Yeah, it's hard tissue, brother. No idea. Um, I think soft tissue. Yeah. I'm going to run with that. I did, mind you, just say that Michael Oliver uh, reffed a game, but I don't think he did. That's totally fine. Um, We're here. We're in our alternate reality. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Chelsea are dead as a club in yeah. certain reality. Um, where was I going with that? Whether there'll be an increase and you can actually make that kind of correlation and go, well, actually there's more injuries now because the players having to, to keep on stopping yeah, and cooling down and then, you know, having to go again. Cause it's significant because normally a game goes on, it goes, the ball goes out for a throw in or a goal kick. You're still moving around a little bit but you're not really waiting for more than say 30 seconds, mm. 45 seconds max. And some of these checks are going on for minutes. Mm. Like the fact we had 12 minutes of added time for the first half. Mm. And it's like, sure, we made a, a, a sub, but like 12, where did the rest of the 12 minutes came from? It came from VIR stoppages. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of football to like not be playing and to just be standing around waiting. Yeah. And you're not just going to keep running. Cause you're like, mm. well, what if this game ends up being 120 minutes worth of football now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, like it's, it would have a significant impact, surely. Mm, definitely. I thought it was a little, again, conspiracy theory here, right? That the VAR assistant from the Liverpool game was again working on this game. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I'm on board. I'm on board mm, for this conspiracy theory. What's going on there? Trying to right the wrongs or the alleged wrongs that you committed? Yeah. Well, one of them was a huge, huge fuck up. But Gigantic wrong. Yeah. Um, who knows, you know? But uh, there is this, this thing of like, you know, the referees themselves and the VAR refs, they're not, sorry, the VAR refs, video assisted referee refs. Mm, mm. Um, they they are human mm. and they will be susceptible to some sort of human emotions until yeah. we replace them with full robots. Yes. But then the robots learn emotions and then we get the same problem again. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there would be some things that subconsciously kick in where they're like, all right, better not make a mistake, better not make a mistake, better not make a mistake. Oh no. And then possibly overanalyzing certain things, mm. being like, okay, better not make a mistake. Here. Oh, we got to look back. We got to look back at this thing again. Got to look back, go back, go back, go back. And it's just becomes this whole mess from that. So mm. yeah, you can't tell me that like, uh, if they make a big mistake a week or two beforehand, they're not going to be thinking of that for the, the immediate future in any games that they're in charge of. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. Uh, so when Mandavan went off yep. and then I'm pretty sure Madison went off at the same time. Yep. And that's where we got Big Ez. Yeah, Big Ez. Big Ez. Diesel. Diesel. Toot toot. Toot toot. Uh, he came on and Hoybier came on at that yep. stage as well. Yeah. Uh, how did you, th I guess, what did you first think when they came on? I thought we're absolutely fucked. <laughs> that was my first <laughs> thought. I was like, we are toasted. Yeah. Um, but then I also was like, oh my God, we're finally going to get to see Pierre play at center back. Yeah. yeah. Which we, I mean, he did play there a little bit earlier in the season, wasn't he? But I was like, now we get to really see it. Yeah. I think he kind of like dropped back in a game yeah. Yeah. in there, but yeah, mm. that was, um, that was really, really. So, cause what do we start with? We start with Romero had gone off. Did Emerson come on? At that point. I feel like Johnson got subbed off and I feel like. Uh, yes, it was. Emerson yeah. came on. So yeah. we started with Eric and uh, Emerson mm -hmm. there. And then Hoybier comes in mm -hmm. to mid. And then I think he ended up dropping back mm -hmm. once we lost another player. Yeah. Because we're like, well, Emerson, you gotta, uh, mm. you got to go somewhere else now. you got to go wide. Yeah. Um, to you doggy going. Mm. Uh, so now big big pairs. you got to go back. Yeah, big pairs and big airs big together. Big pairs and airs. Yeah, I, I was like, oh my God, this is, I was like <laughs> seeing his like uh, foot FIFA card, like flashing in front of me with like 55 pace or whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> is this Eric or Pierre? Pierre's a little bit faster, I think. Pierre's a little bit, okay, yeah. so this is Eric. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also someone who hasn't played a lot of minutes yeah. in a while. Yeah, yeah. I was very surprised that he came on. Mind you, did we really have, I mean, you could just bring Pierre. I don't know. But I was very well, surprised. I think, I think Davies would have, but he's injured, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and so he came on. The other thing I wanted to uh, bring up was on X Twitter, um, the amount of uh, graduates, I assume, people that are Spurs fans mm -hmm. that have recently graduated from medical school or a physiotherapy course. Um, it's been a real sort of, I know it's the time of year, but I couldn't believe how many of them that there were posting... <laughs> Like the funniest, like infographics about hamstring injuries. All oh, right, yeah, 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 and being like, because of the grade of the tear and the area to which it occurred, we're looking at Van der Ven being sidelined for three years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. 
It's so funny. Like, Tracy important to Van to Van. That, yeah, everyone mm. starts going like, better research grades of tear and yeah. see what we can uncover mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without a scan. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it didn't look good. But I also, long, long may that continue. Oh, I, we love that. I'm, I'm all here for it. Yeah. Um, need to, needs its own subreddit. Its own subreddit. Football. New football doctors. New football doctors. <laughs> yeah. The young doctors of football. Yeah. Would love that. Like, Barney, what have you been doing with your free time? Oh, I'm a new football doctor. New football doctor. Basically, I post infographics online about various parts of the body. Oh, do you study them beforehand? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It, you got to be quick in this game. you got to just get it out. Yeah, good subculture. Yeah, yeah, it's really great culture. Really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those two came on and then have you seen all the takes that are like naive and postacoglu, naive for mm. playing, you know, sort of playing a high line still. Oh yeah. What? I'm like, that is the sickest thing yeah. of all. Yeah. Like the fact that um, you know, especially when we're down to nine mm-hmm. and we're like <laughs> We're still going to chill on halfway. Yeah. And there's a few screenshots of us, literally everyone's on halfway and then Son yeah. in front. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea trying to like ping and break through. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Off the back of Conte, Jose Ball, all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, and they would retreat if we're winning. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> to go into that situation, to be like, we are still trying to give it to them. Mm. And our players, they believe that they can still win, mm. which is insane. Yeah. That we've got nine players on the field mm-hmm. and we go, you know what? Let's bring Vicario into the game. Yeah. Give us a 10th player. Yeah. I think that's genius to yeah. do. And so we can still win. Yeah. We, we can press the field in the middle. Like we can still get in and like there's a chance here. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Because the alternative is what? All right. Well, we've got nine <coughs> players, so let's just all... By this point, we're down already. Um, are we down by this, or is it still one all? I think we were. We were down. I, th- I think the Chelsea scored in the seventy okay, fourth cool. or something. So even if it's one one, we can. Sit- oh no, hang on. Sorry, no, we were down. Udoji went off, and it was one one. Yes. Yeah. Because they then scored in the seventy fourth. Yeah. And he went off in the fifty fifth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's crazy that he went off. We had nine players, and it took them like, 20, 20, 20 minutes. Like you should be scoring. I think I saw um, Ben from Wheeler Dealer. I think maybe you retweeted it, but he was like, you should score like 60,000 goals. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and when we saw that happening and it was like, it was, I felt like we were in a movie mm. where it's just like, what's the team doing? This isn't, this is ridiculous. This is never going to work. Mm. And then the balls come through and then Vicario just off mm. his line clearance yeah. happens again. Clearance. Yeah. And we're just like, this might just work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the other option is to just sit back and be like, we're just going to try and do this and inevitably they probably are going to score because they're going to have the ball, mind you, with some of their shooting maybe they wouldn't have. But <laughs> Or we can do this other thing that is bananas and might backfire, but also it might work. 100%. It's like, why would we drop back and go all right, let's bring the battle to our house, like our mm. goal. Yeah. It's like, let's push as far up as we can, mm. halfway line. Mm-hmm. Like we literally couldn't have pushed them up any further. Yeah. It's like, let's try and still keep the game up there. Vicario's just off his line and then we'll just trust ourselves to deal with the mm-hmm. the counters. They're going to have so much pressure now. And the more that don't come off, they're going to start feeling that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so much of a more like aggressive, assertive 
tactic yeah. of a team that believes in themselves yeah. and a team that still believes that they can go off, win the title, they can win this game. Mm. Like to be nine, have nine players mm. and to be like, we can win this game mm. with nine players for a half yeah. of football. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. It also gives you something to do because if you're doing the opposite and retreating and playing, you know, you're parking the bus, all you're doing is waiting. It's so yeah. passive, right? You're waiting for the whistle. Whether this is like, we are actively trying to do something. Yeah. Um, because we, in some sense, believe that maybe we can. And like, we almost did with Dyer, you know, having that goal ruled out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was mental. Like it almost got into, I think, Son's chance that yeah. he had when he broke through. That was in the 93rd minute. And then after that, they scored another two, but mm. who cares about those? Yeah. But we could have, all, we could have gone two, two in the 93rd minute after that. And then that would have been the worst display of football from any team in history <laughs> by mm. Chelsea. Yeah. Imagine if we drawn that game. Yeah. Like it's so like you even watch this game now and like you go, all right, we lost that four one. And you see Chelsea players after the game, they're like, oh, we had to come here, get a result, and we did that. And we're like, are <laughs> yeah. you serious? Yeah. No one is watching Chelsea now <laughs> yeah. and going like, oh, wow, maybe they've turned a corner. Yeah. They're like, that was flattering. And they got lucky with some decisions, but they looked rubbish. <laughs> yeah, they looked terrible. <laughs> shocking. Like, shockingly bad. To think we had nine plays and we still had three clear-cut opportunities. Yeah. Like the die one you said, uh, Benton Kerr. Mm-hmm. Which he almost got on the end of. Yeah. And then Sons. It's like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. We shouldn't be getting those opportunities no. against that team. They Not are me. pathetic. Yeah. It, it was, you know, this sounds like, uh, I'm trying to put this in a way that doesn't sound like, even though, well, I don't sound like a Liverpool fan. Like we've lost, but I'm still like, actually we came out the winners. But to me, they won and they got the points and that's the, but watching the, if I, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, we are in serious trouble if that is how we're going to play. Totally. Yeah. And, you, like, it's just, it's just, it's just remarkable. Mm. A player gets sent off and we're like, no, we're not going to sit back. We're going to come at you again. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Try to play. And then it's like, we get a second cut sent off. They're like, oh, surely you're sitting back now. Mm. Surely you're going to sit back. Mm. It's like, no, we're, no, we're going to come at you more. Yeah. That is deranged. Mm. Mm. Uh, and, and it just shows again, like how far Chelsea are away from it. And it's like, yeah, like you say, we, we lose four one as a scoreline, but coming off to like a bit of an ovation by yeah, everyone. Totally. And players came in like Dyer came in. Mm. Great. Hoybier, great. Yeah. And then, this is, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> back to the pundits. Like you mentioned before, like they're so stupid and they're like, well, Spurs don't have the depth of squad here. It's like, we lost the game because we had nine players. Yeah. It's not because we had depth issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, to me, the the comments on naivety are hilarious. Like, particularly funny because what do you mean? What? How is he being naive there? Is he being yeah. naive because um, he was naive to the fact that if we had less players, it would be harder? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's just like, um, no, I don't think that'll make a difference that you've got two more. Is he naive to the fact, and this is what I assume it is, that in the Premier League, the best league in the world, the league where people uh, run until they die and everything's so brutal and it's amazing, you can't be doing that after you get players sent mm-hmm. off, otherwise your club will be in the emergency room. 
Like that's the attitude I think. Cause it's like, he yeah. came from the Scottish league and in the Scottish league, you can walk out there with four players if you want and win. Yeah. Like it's this kind of elitist gross. The idea of him being naive when he has had such a long career of dealing with adversity and playing uh, prior to Celtic, like I'm thinking in the national team career where he's try, trying to play with players that are not as good as their opposition by yeah. a, a long shot. Like, <coughs> or even in the, you know, especially in the Asian Cup, like yeah. Japan, um, Korea, like the fact that he would be naive, like he didn't learn <laughs> in that period. He didn't learn. He was just like, no, this is cool. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm. What do you think would have happened if Pep had done this? I'm genius. sure all the, yeah, genius would be like, look, they got unlucky there, but wow. It's mm. just brilliant to see a team like that go after mm -hmm. it. And go, you know, it's like, we got to talk. Okay, okay, yeah, no, don't, we'll pump them up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, brilliant. Amazing. Mm. Like, that's what the Premier League's all about. Mm -hmm. Having a go and never giving up and all that sort of stuff. You had Spurs do it and it's just like, naive, stupid idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coglu is a fraud. Yeah, God. I am, you said that the depth, it is a bit worrying though, that. Now it is. I was yeah. I was talking about that specific game. Oh right. Yeah. I was like, I don't think we lost that game due to lack of depth, mm. but Yeah. Please continue. I, I do think, yeah. Like what the hell are we gonna do? Romero's out for three games, Udoji's out for one, Van de Ven's out for the next thousand years. Like what I is... wonder if we're gonna do you think we'll appeal Romero? I'd be interested to see if we do. Cause it's one game extra mm. if it if if it fails. Yeah. But like, I wonder if we look at it in the clear light day and if the Premier League look at it and if we're like, maybe we've got a chance of getting off on appeal. Mm. Um, however, they probably wouldn't go back on that because then that brings up a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. Then it for. becomes like a big, also, I just don't think unless the club, someone at the club who's quite senior was like, we've got to appeal that. Mm. I can't imagine Ange doing that. Yeah. I don't think he'd want to. I imagine that he would be like, we just, we continue on rather than sort of trying to stir, shit stir anything there. So also, you've got to be certain that it's, he's going to get off. If yeah. You are appealing, yeah. If you're Ange. Well, you're trying to make a point, which I can't imagine he would be wanting to. Yeah. Like, well, I, like I would love it if the club came out and made a point on some aspect of this. Mm. Like, cause Ange has commented about the standing round and waiting. Mm. Like if there's, I would love the club to put some pressure on. VAR about it. Mm. But yeah, it might not be about the red. We yeah. might have to live with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to happen? Romero's going to um, miss the next couple of games. He's going to go off to international duty with Argentina, yeah. get injured. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll, he'll just be done until like mm -hmm. March or something. That is exactly what's going to happen. Uh, um, yeah, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? Who are we going to, who's going to play where? Because also Basuma's one yellow away from a suspension too, right? Mm. Um, it's getting quite thin. Yes. However, I, I'm not like that worried because I feel like Ange will have confidence in this. And if he brings through some youngsters, uh, like Phillips, we, I know he's barely played any football, but at times like this, it's like, what do you do? You, you, Andrew would start looking to the youth and he's got a history of like working with youth players. Mm. So I think he would be able to fill them with a bit more trust than say other managers mm. like Conte being like, Oh, you are so shit, but mm. I have to play you today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Angel, Angel's already integrated a few into first team training. 
Yeah. So I think we'll kind of be okay because also the under-21s have been playing Angeball. Yeah, true. And doing really well. Mm. So I don't want to sound totally naive. There's mm. There are some concerns, but I'm more intrigued now to see, yeah, who do we line up with? Mm. Mm. I think you're right. I think it'll be youth. I, because we've got what? Wolves, Newcastle, and this was very clear in my head before the Chelsea Manchester game. City. Manchester City, I still think of maybe another game or so after that. Oh, okay. But I think there's someone else in there. Villa, maybe beforehand? Or... Yeah, yeah, maybe. And I saw uh, some stuff like, well, they've got tough games coming up. And I was like, yeah, sure, okay. Villa could be tough. Newcastle might be tough. And Wolves. And then I looked it up and I was like, Wolves lost to she uh, Sheffield. Was it Sheffield or? Did they lose away though? Uh, whatever team it was hadn't won a game. It well, it seems like um, Sheffield. It would have been Sheffield. Yeah. But I wonder, like, Wolves seem to just, like, get power-ups when they play at home. Yeah, they do. And they just become absolute nuisances. It's the orange seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love them. <laughs> just mutates everyone mm -hmm. in the stadium and on the pitch. <coughs> yep. I think they've, be they've beaten Liverpool or City or someone like that mm. at home. Yeah. Them orange seats. Wowee. They've got the power of the sun in them. Imagine that. It's like, what's the secret, uh, Mr. Wolves? What's the secret to <laughs> the success? <laughs> They're orange seeds. Orange seeds, baby. Um, was there anything else that happened in this game or came out of this game? Uh, I don't think any other, like, specific. We've pr probably covered, like, all the main mm. incidents from that. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, Ange was speaking afterwards and just complaining about VAR as a whole, mm. but he did it in a really nice way. Cause the other thing he said was, look, mate, I've been, look, mate, I've been on the end of like, you know, bad decisions. I've benefited from decisions. So I'm not complaining about that, but like, I'm not for VAR. It's not for me. It's not, <laughs> you know, all the standing around and waiting. Like, uh, the other thing he said too, was like the referees used to have power and now this is, they, they don't. Like you used to look to referees and they were, would be more like police. Like, you know, mm. but now there's no power to the referees. No. Because the referees are cowards. <laughs> they don't do anything. Even they barely call off sides yeah. until 10 seconds later. And mm. it's like, oh, no goal called. Okay, cool. Offside. Not yeah. controversial. It's like yeah. someone could get injured. Someone yeah. could get like, have a bad tackle. Mm. But it's like, I agree with that. The referees now, it's like, they are just referring to, mm. sorry, deferring to VAR all the time. Yeah. Which is not. A good system. <laughs> it's a ridiculous system. Yeah. Also, Ange got a yellow. Okay. He got, he got to get a yellow apparently for leaving his box. Mikel Arteta should be banned for life. Uh, yeah. What? Mikel Arteta spends his whole game outside the technical area. Yeah. In the North London derby, he closed down Kulisewski and was on the touchline. And it's like Ange got one in that sort of heated game for leaving his technical area. Is that what it was? Because I saw him get the card and I was like, what? Unless I'm mistaken, it was for leaving a technical area. That is unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. And Arteta never seems to get punished for it. Mm. That's crazy. I'm sure Pep will not get punished. Klopp. Yeah. Klopp runs everywhere, doesn't get. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I that's My mind is blown yeah. by that. That is. That's like when you get doing someone for jaywalking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Like <laughs> It's like when there's all this murder going on behind <laughs> yeah, you on that. Like, yeah. 
Did you cross at the lights, Edge? Yeah. So it's the green one to go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> green one to go. That's what I think it was for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's really weird. Like, I've, uh, I've come out of this game feeling still very positive about Ange and, like, more in love with Ange and the team because I thought this was overall a heroic effort. Mm. And I, like, I felt so proud of, like, how the team played. But then it is just, like, it's still just so annoying that it had to happen this way. Mm. But I don't think it's our fault as much as other people are saying. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. The other thing that just came to me is the difference between the last time people were talking about uh, loving the team and the club and, you know, sort of feeling like it was a positive space and all that kind of stuff. Mm. It was under Pochettino. Um, and part of that was like, Everyone had best friends with every, you know, there was like Delhi and Dyer and Vimmer and Sonny and whatever else, like all the best friends. And it's so cool to see the best friends and everyone's so tight. Yeah. Whether this time, I've got no idea who is friends with who, but what I love about the team is the way that they play together on the pitch. Yeah. Right. They're all friends. Yeah. Just maybe. one big friendship. Group. Yeah. But it's not these little cute. Like things that like, oh, no. well, we've heard about Sar and Sonny. Yeah. With the Sars spoken very highly of that, but I agree. It's like, we don't have these like just partnerships mm. that get on well and no one else does. Yeah. I think I'm more talking about like the, the club sort of promoting that image as like, we've got best friends in our team. Oh yeah. And, and check harmony. out this bromance. Yeah. Whether this version doesn't, it's like, yeah, they're, I'm sure they're mates, but it's, that's not the focus. Yeah. Yeah. And they all do stuff together. Mm. Like after the game, they all go up together. Mm. Yeah. You won't see two just kind of hugging and yeah. that's it. Mm. And it's all very much for that. Like yeah. when they go out and book uh, like events now, it just must be a pain. Oh. Cause they're like, well, should we go see a new Bridget Jones? Mm. We need like 25 tickets. Mm. Or if they do the whole club from the club photo, which is something we haven't mentioned yeah. where they don't just have the, the team anymore. It's like, Andrew's like, yeah, bring it everyone. Mm. Every single person at the training ground, bring them in for the photo. Yeah. And then put that out as like, that's how we, we do things now. Yeah. What, what about the Spurs podcasters, Ange? Why, why, <laughs> yeah. why do you get us <laughs> in there? The rats of the, the rat. club. <laughs> we could be on like, if they take that photo again, we will just be on the ground just mm. nibbling at crumbs on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> us, the parasites. Why weren't we in there? Get us in, Ash, please. <laughs> please, please. Feed us. Um, yeah, so I was actually really offended by that photo. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do so much for this football club. <laughs> <laughs> Spurs play. Let's make it happen. Mm, Spurs play. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, um, well. I think that covers it, like. We're going into the episode, like normally we, we cover silly things mm. and we do this, that, everything else. But this game was like so monumental and everything that happened that yeah. it just felt like we had to focus on the game for once. <laughs> yeah. 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 One thing that annoys me about this game, even though it's true, is when people say like, crazy game, crazy, absolutely bonkers. That's yeah. football. Bonkers, crazy. And I'm like, you didn't live it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to make light of it? Do you think war's crazy yeah. and bonkers? <laughs> yeah, you went up getting up at 6 a.m. Yeah, to get ready to watch it. Yeah. And then feeling really tired for the rest of the day. Feeling so tired. Yeah. And even still today, carrying mm, on. Exactly. 
Oh, it must be nice of you to observe that and have no emotional stakes tied to it. Oh, wow. Great game for the neutrals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Mm. It's, um, it's that. Look, hopefully Wolves bounce back. Bounce back with a, with a B team. Yeah. 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 We'll bounce back with, uh, whoever's left. Hey, Geo. Geo. I haven't been playing much, but I'm going to play you. Mate. Great. Centre back. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Andrew will be so naive that he won't even know how to fill out a team sheet. Yeah. And we'll just do nine players again. Well, I can't put defenders in. I just put out all attackers, right? That's how I do it. I don't know. Some call me naive. Yeah. (laughs) Like some kind of village idiot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like so much praise for for over two months. Manager of the month. Manager of the month. Idiots. Yeah. yeah. Bumbling idiots. Simpleton. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. It's madness. I, I hope that we do get some sort of like, some selection that seems to be some, like somewhat lunacy, like an, mm. an element of lunacy to it. Like we get like, oh, we're going to get Benton Kurt sent back. Or mm. we're going to play like four-star in goal on Vicario as a like yeah. sweeping up. Yeah, yeah. Just some sort of, <laughs> some sort of just be like. Because now if we go into these other games and we like seem just crazier than everyone else, it's mm. like that's what we've got to fall back on now when we've got our star players out. <laughs> We're the Joker, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we want to be. Joker mostly loses. But you don't think about the wins or losses. You just think about how crazy, how crazy we are. Yeah. We line up for a start of the game. We're just like f- just clumps of five players just on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Letting it, do we just run through the middle against them or is this, is this playing into their trap? What do yeah. we do? Uh-huh. Kulisevsky's dressed as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> well. But still within regulations. Still within regulations. Yeah. yeah it's very well done. Very well done. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it. That's it. That's what we can expect from age. Yeah. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. This is villain turn now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. week in the press conference, he's going to be like. <laughs> just so no, like completely not balanced in any way. Someone will ask a question, you'll go, "Ask me a question." <laughs> Whoa! This is my real voice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go on, ask me one. I answer like this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Well, uh, as always, um, I've been uh, Michael Oliver, the fuckhead, and I've been VAR guy. Mm-hmm. And come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms. <laughs>